Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook, your radio show that talks about getting fit, staying fit, and leading a healthy lifestyle. Today's topic is one that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and it is staying fit through the ages. So the fountain of youth for me has been health and fitness. Um, I recently just turned 49, so I'm, I'm uh, walking into my 50th year, and I actually, I, I'm not bothered by it in any way because of the way that I feel and the way that uh, the energy that I have. And I, and I have to say it is because of the lifestyle that I lead and my health. Um, one of the things that I've always done and I've always been very proud of is the foods that I eat, the exercise that I participate in, and the lifestyle that I lead. Uh, as I've gotten older, my clients have aged with me. Uh, I laugh when I when I speak to the ones that have been training with me over the last few decades. Um, back in, in our 30s, we used to complain about who is going to watch our children and, and, and child care, and, and we moved on up to complaining about uh, costs of, of car insurance for our teenagers and menopause, and now we're going into discussing things such as um, you know osteoporosis and, and, and aging and medications that our doctors want us to go on. But, but one thing that I've noticed with the, the clients of mine that have stuck with exercise is that their cardiovascular and their neurological, their muscular skeletal health has stayed in an amazing, amazing shape. So as we age, uh, theoretically, exercising becomes more challenging after the age of 55. Um, the bad news is that our cardiovascular and our neurological and our hormonal uh, changes do make it more difficult as we get older. But the good news is that toning and exercising don't have to change with age. In fact, that uh, lots of research, um, and this has been proven in so many ways, uh, show that exercise can slow down, halt, or even reverse some of the negative impacts of age of the body systems. So before I, I, I start my big, long ramble, um, I want to share uh, a research, that I, uh, a study that I read, which I found so fascinating. Um, there was a study done where they took 125 amateur cyclists between the ages of 55 and 84. Um, and these, these people were amateur cyclists. They had very little experience uh, with bike riding. They were both male and female. Um, there were uh, a random group of people. Heavy drinkers and smokers were not included in this study, so they were a random group of, of normal uh, individuals with normal 
health conditions in the study. They were taken through a 12-week course in which they were uh, trained to eventually uh, be able to cycle for up to five hours. So basically, they were trained uh, to endure up to five hours of straight cycling. The study showed that over one year, there was no muscle mass lost, there was no loss of strength, they had balanced cholesterol and balanced blood pressure levels, they had stabilized blood sugar levels, and more importantly, they had um, no loss of muscle tone along with an immune system that was stronger of that of individuals that had not exercised. So in addition to all of those wonderful things, they had better balance, better endurance, better reaction time, which is so important in reducing falls, lower chances of arthritis, improved bone density, and posture. So these are all amazing things, and yet nothing can reverse the aging process. But if you look at the studies and you look at and you hear the statistics that I just read, exercising can sure help you stay young. And that is that is the fountain of youth that I'm talking about. So speaking of fountain of youth, I have my first guest here today. She is a good friend of mine. Uh, her name is uh, Nancy Garber. Welcome, Nancy. Thanks, Amy. Um, I have to tell you all how I met Nancy. Uh, I think it might have been 2012. I was hired to uh, train a group of teachers in District 300 who were challenged to do a Tough Mudder, mm -hmm. which was a 10-mile... Uh, 10 to 13 miles. ...run, yes. And uh, it was Nancy's last year before retirement. Mm -hmm. And, of course, she jumped on the on the wagon to, to be part of that group, and I was one of the trainers, and we met. And she was already an advert, uh, advocate of fitness, but there's something super special about Nancy. And um, I'm going to let her... Uh, introduce herself, and I'm going to let her tell you about her uh, experience with fitness and then how she's inspired so many others to stay fit along the uh, path of, of, her, of her life. Well, thanks, Irene, for having me come on to your program. Um, one of the keys to youth, too, I believe, is challenging yourself on a regular basis. Um, so I have to admit, this is a challenge for me to be on the program today, but I will now have some experiences that I can draw on, and uh, you've made me a better person already just for opening my mouth oh, just now. Well, thank you. Um, but I, uh, a little bit about me is that I was a teacher for 32 years. I started back in 1974, believe it or not, and at that time, I really was not what I would call fit. I smoked. I probably overindulged a little in food and alcohol. Um, but in 1978, I happened to see a movie on TV. It was a Sunday night, I remember, in April of 1978. I was single. I was in my apartment. And uh, I watched this movie about a New York City housewife who um, trained herself to run the New York City Marathon. And in 1978, that really wasn't, oh, yeah. you know, for women to sure, do that, and especially a non-athlete. Sure. So I 
got super inspired by her, the fact that she was able to train herself mm-hmm. and the support she got from her family and friends. Um, and then they were all there. And, you know, of course, she finished the marathon. Well, I finished watching that show, and I just something clicked with me. And I remember I was dressed in uh, biv overalls and a flannel shirt. I had on hiking boots, and I it was night, and I just ran to the end of the block and mm-hmm. back because I thought, oh, my gosh, nobody around here runs. Yeah, and right. I was kind of undercover for sure, a while. Sure. And so I... You know, I just kept going from there. So it started to the end of the block and back. The next day, I believe I probably had on regular, you know, sports shoes mm-hmm. and sweatpants maybe. Um, but I, you know, I, I got to where I ran that first mile, and then I was out, and someone saw me running and invited me to join the running group, which was new for me. And um, and it just kind of went from there. Um, I... In that time, I did a a lot of 10Ks and some half marathons, and I was in my 20s and 30s and not really thinking about health. I just really liked, you know, how I felt. Um, Then into my 40s and 50s is when I really got into the marathon running. Uh, I did some other events, Muddy Buddies with my daughter. I uh, did hiking adventures, you know, and that sort of thing, but always, you know, kind of keeping myself going. Which, if I could interrupt Mm -hmm. and say, you know, this was at also a time where running was not mainstream like it is now. No. I mean, we're talking, uh, what year would this have been? Well, it was 1978 when I started. So, you know, running isn't what it was today. You know, you didn't see people jogging down the street like you do now. And certainly for women, you were a pioneer in that where you just didn't see a woman running down the street for fun as as an athletic Mm -hmm. activity. So you were definitely um, a pioneer in that. Mm -hmm. And I remember, in fact, when I was running and someone stopped their car next to me and I thought, I didn't think anything positive, I'll just say mm-hmm. that. But they rolled their window down and said, are you a runner? And I was, I didn't really consider myself a runner then. Mm-hmm. But I said, well, I'm running. And he said, well, we have a group that runs. And I will tell you, once I joined that group, my running really took off. Sure. So the message there would be if you are someone who really wants to get fit or healthy it's important to find a support system, sure. whether it's your family, a, a friends, a group that you can run with, walk sure. with, swim with. Sure. And and there is actually a walking group uh, here in Del Webb um, that is hosted, uh, I believe, on Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. Um, there is a running group that meets, and I can get the information for that. Uh, it's a startup, and, and I know that you can also go online and Google running groups and um, kind of get started with the group because having that mm-hmm. motivation certainly helps. Um, if you're just joining us, um, this is Get You Fit Radio, and we're talking about getting fit uh, through the ages. Um, you're listening to WHRULP, Huntley Community Radio, and I have my host here, Nancy Garber. She is talking about training elderly over the age of 55 and she was just kind of Mm -hmm. telling us right now about how she got started in fitness and and her whole uh, legacy and and how she became fit and leading into her her lifestyle. Mm -hmm. 
so, so you were saying, I'm sorry, to, I cut you off. It's uh, okay. You were talking about your, your running and your mm-hmm. and how you got into the marathoning. Right. So I did most of my marathons in my 40s, which I thought I was getting a late start. Um, and I find that Irene has sort of a similar mm-hmm. situation. Uh, once I turned 50, I had a few events happen in life that I thought, maybe I'm done with the marathoning and I'll, I'll switch to mm-hmm. other events or other things. Like my sister uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer in um, 2000 and she has survived and she's doing really well. But that inspired us to do the Avon three-day, 60-mile walk for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And we did that shortly after she finished her chemo. So that was sort of my event then. Then I started doing uh, Muddy Buddies and Hustle Up the Hancock Mm -hmm. and just different events, you know, just because I like a variety and a challenge. And then the Tough Mudder situation came up, and I met Irene and got rekindled. Mm-hmm. And once I retired then, I sought out Irene's help, and she encouraged me to get back to the marathons. I've done a couple now. In my year of 65, I did a couple marathons and an ultra marathon that I'm super happy about. Um, but it, it took Irene guiding me and, and pushing me along the way. Well, and I, and I also need to add that um, not only did, did I guide her, but she, you know, she had the inspiration within her to do these things, but what Nancy also did was she's also inspired others that were beginners. So, mm-hmm. so for everybody out there listening right now that is hearing all this history, thinking, Oh well, you know, I'm I'm 55 or I'm 60. I can't I can't start with this. I can't start with this craziness. You absolutely could because with with Nancy's story, you could start at age 55 and you could start at age 60 by joining a walk club and maybe walking a 5K mm-hmm. and joining a fitness center and um, Nancy is actually um, a retired school teacher, but she's also a part-time um, fitness trainer because she has taken her passion to the next level, and she likes helping others. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your your part-time mm-hmm. career and who your who who are your your main clients? Like, who's your my, main clientele base? Okay. Well, I've been a personal trainer since 1998. I got started when I observed trainers working with clients at uh, the rec center that I belonged to, and I thought, wow, people get paid for this. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know it was a job. Right. I mean, that's how Mm -hmm. kind of out of it I was. And um, so I mentioned something to the park district about it, and uh, they got me going on getting certified, and then... You know, I started working with a variety of clients there, uh, and then I uh, opened up my own studio in my home uh, in about 1999, possibly maybe a year later. Uh, The name of my studio is Inner Strength Fitness. I chose that name because I really do feel like everyone has what it takes inside, no matter what, to meet you know, the challenges of life, whether it be working out or dealing with a problem in life or a job or 
Excellent. kids yes. or whatever, but yes. we have we have it inside. Sure. And so my job is to help my clients access that. Perfect. On a regular basis. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we forget. Absolutely. And then it's, oh, yeah, 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 I, I know I, I can do this. Um, so that's really what it is. My passion is uh, helping people unearth that inner strength that we all have. I um, did my business full-time for about four years. I took a leave of absence from my business, and I worked with a lot of different clients, but I found myself really gravitating toward the ones that were 50 and older. I taught some classes uh, at a retirement community, and I just really enjoyed those 80- and Mm -hmm. 90-year-olds and what they could do and the reports back that I got from them about quick recovery from knee replacements or wow my hip doesn't hurt anymore or amazing. my balance is better um and i you know i just really i just really connected and i i really enjoy that group um lately my client base is i have someone in their late 60s i have a couple youngers that are in their 50s and then I have a couple that are in their 70s excellent. and, you know, starting from scratch. Excellent. And That's uh, excellent. it's just really very gratifying. Excellent. So if you had a new client come to you and they were really intimidated, because I'm sure that there's some listeners out there right now that really would like to get started or, or have been thinking about getting started and just flat out feel that intimidation. Um, what, what is some advice that you would give somebody that's just starting out? I think the intimidation is normal, sort of expected, but I find that if we just sort of just do it, we find it's not as intimidating as we thought it was. It's just taking that first step, kind of like when I took my first step out in my hiking boots. Mm -hmm. Um, So just, you know, getting it going. But I, in terms of concrete steps, I would first recommend going to the doctor, making sure you have a good physical, um, maybe, you know, blood pressure concerns, osteoporosis, arthritis, you know, joint problems. You know, identify those areas that you might need to work on. Um, then I would come home and I'd take a look in the mirror and I'd notice my posture. You know, is one shoulder higher than the other? Where's my chin? Where's my belly button? You Mm -hmm. know, where's my butt? Where's Mm -hmm. my chest? Things should line up. And I would have you first work on that posture. Lots of times our pains and aches come from poor posture, whether we're driving, sitting. Um, So that's that's where we would work first. Excellent. Uh, And then, you know, from there I would recommend, can you walk? Five minutes, end of the block and back, and just keep building on that. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is you just you kind of start where you are and go from there. Um, so those would be the things we would start with, and then I would help you um, strengthen your core because we want to have a solid foundation before mm-hmm. we started adding weights to mm-hmm. it. You know, we would work on balance, um, you know, eventually introduce strength training, so I get the intimidation factor, but a good trainer is going to have you start 
at the beginning, in kindergarten, as you said. Yes. Yes. And then you build on to Excellent. that. Yes. And and one thing that, if I can jump in and say, sure. also, um, as a trainer that works with uh, individuals that are older, when you are working with somebody one-on-one, it is very individualized. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I tailor the workouts to the individual, and I make them something that they can do. And each workout then becomes progressively harder as the person gets stronger. So one of the biggest things that I work on with my clients is that balance and that reaction time. And I know Nancy and I always joke during our sessions and and she's, she's a machine. I mean, if you guys could see some of the stuff that I have her do, she is a machine. Uh, I mean, she's got weights in each hand and she's standing on one leg and, and, and I have her doing some crazy balancing things, but she's at that level where she can do it. And, and I will challenge her to that. And and Mm -hmm. no matter how frustrating it is for her, she will keep trying until she gets it. So, but, you know, despite her her high level, even when she came to me, when you started with me, you were not able to do that. No. You know, we built up to that. So so your your capabilities will improve as your strengths improve. So so that's something that um, will be tailored into your workout. And and for those again, those of you listening and just joining in, um, you know, we're talking about the fountain of youth with fitness and staying fit and being fit, nutrition is also a big part of it. And um, many times and often doctors will prescribe medication to put Band-Aids on Mm -hmm. on certain things. As we get older, we're more prone to blood pressure issues. We're prone to um, diabetes. We're prone to heart disease. And I know, Nancy, you have a family history of that, Mm -hmm. that you basically have reversed, um, if you don't mind talking about that. Sure. Um, I come from a family who um, genetically is predisposed to heart disease. My great-grandfather and grandfather both, and my aunt, uh, died in their 50s from uh, heart attacks and stroke. Uh, My dad had a quintuple bypass when he was, I think, 49 or maybe just turned 50. Um, He eventually died early too at age 73. I thought that was early uh, from, he just did not survive a heart surgery. So I've been inspired and motivated by my family history as well. Mm -hmm. And I um, have found that, you know, my blood pressure is really good. My cholesterol um, is good. And uh, so I feel like some of those health issues that I might have had, I've put, off, put off for a while Absolutely. or slowed down for a while. And research does show that no matter what age you start the nutrition and no matter what age you start the exercise, mm-hmm. it's not too late. No. Um, because there is definitely a misconception that oftentimes people think, well, you know, I'm, I'm already 62. I haven't started working out yet you know, why should I start now? Mm-hmm. And that's that's such a false misconception. Mm-hmm. Um, I have kind of a funny personal story. My my dad never worked out his entire life. Mm-hmm. And and my youngest, who's now going to be 10, um, said to him a couple Christmases ago, he went to pick her up and, and she was getting heavy. And she said, you know, Papu, which is what she calls him, you know, you better start working out because I'm going to get bigger. And 
you're gonna you're not gonna be able to lift me up anymore and he really took that to heart and to my surprise he went and joined a gym and he's been going ever since and he goes every single day and it's his thing now and and he he took it to such heart that that it became this intrinsic thing that he likes to do now and to everyone's surprise his cholesterol has gone down and his blood sugars improved and his blood pressures improved and he really truly 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 likes to go and it was all because of a little comment that a little girl made to him about not being able to lift her up anymore mm-hmm. and it it just was such a serious comment it just mm-hmm. was so real to him mm-hmm. and yet 3 years later he's still off to the gym every single day and it's not too late and i think gosh you know what if he wouldn't have made that change right you know so one thing i'd like to say before we wrap up is aging every human does age we can't do anything about skin changes we can't do anything about hair changes. Um, you know, those changes are inevitable. But what we can do is we can slow that process down. Um, Irene mentioned about fitness uh, and wellness being the fountain of youth, and I totally agree with that. And like I said, we can't stop it, but we certainly can slow it down by the choices that we make. We can choose to feel better in those years that we have. So those of you listening, uh, it's definitely not too late. And, Never. And uh, if you want more information about how to get started, um, you can look me up on my website, www.getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com, and I can link you up with Nancy and uh, set you up with some training or some advice on nutrition and fitness. I certainly hope you enjoyed our show today on the fountain of youth and staying young through the ages. I hope you enjoyed learning about how to stay young and fit, and I certainly hope you enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you do. It's all about where you're going. No matter.